0: Welcome to Hype Woman, the podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about redefining success. But before we get into this episode, last week, I got to meet someone that I've always looked up to. I mean, I'm 1.5 meters tall, so I actually look up to almost everyone. But this was someone whose books and podcasts have motivated me to look at the world differently. And at the same time, you know, trust in my own growth journey in the world. So when we met in person for a few minutes, this meant that I got to ask a question that would bridge both of our world experiences, bearing in mind that this is a 51-year-old white male from Los Angeles, and I'm an almost 40-year-old brown woman from South Africa, trapezing through life in Europe. So no pressure, Sirona, I told myself. And yet, in the corridor of my mind, I couldn't help but drag this online discussion turned debate that I had had with a few of my other white male friends who are now living in different parts of the globe about the whole pro-life, pro-choice debate. And if you're interested in that, we we will have another episode on that. I ended up asking this question, how do we talk about difficult topics in a polarized world? Being a woman of color, speaking up in a white man's world is challenging at times. And, you know, I say if they're smart and open-minded, we end up becoming friends. Ten years ago, I met someone who was smart, open-minded, funny, and handsome. So I married him anyway. Because of my conditioning, I come across as politely disagreeable. Side note, I have yet to master the art of having a co- the confidence of a white man. So anyway, after meeting Rob Bell, the fella I went to meet in Amsterdam, he said something profound in response to my question. I don't know how to talk to people I don't agree with. But I know that there's always a story behind how they got to be who they are. So get to know their story. So here's the thing. We all have a story. Stories are our own lived human experiences that nobody can take away from us. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You, you own that and how you choose to tell it. If we learn to tell our stories well, we get to use our stories to relate and connect with people that we would not ordinarily get along with. So narrative storytelling is both empowering for the storyteller and the audience. So if if you, something happened to you and you experienced it differently from another person who could have been like, right with you at the same time and this reminds us that we're all on a journey maybe on different journeys but stories also have this power to shift the dominant narrative to grow awareness and to foster inclusivity So if you would like to learn more about how to tell a great story feel free to join my workshop on storytelling. I'm going to have it on the 25th of July over Zoom for two hours. I'll share all the things that I've learned in the recent years through podcasting and through interviewing interesting people. Um, You get to bring your questions. We'll talk about imposter syndrome and how you can free yourself from the limitations of needing to be like someone else and simply own your story. And so, back to today's episode. What is success? How do you look at success? What is success to you? Because I'm turning 40 next week, and let's just say it feels great. Because when I look back, when I turned 30... There was so much of pressure from the outside to be successful or to appear successful. And success looks different for everyone. But mostly it it comes from our conditioning, the society we grow up in. For me, success in my 30s looked something like, you know, someone who needed to have a degree, earns lots of money, the richer the better, be married with 2.5 kids, have a big fancy house, a German car. And, you know, as the years went by, I started to achieve some of those, and still, I didn't feel truly at peace or proud of myself, because it wasn't really my idea of success. It was someone else's idea of success that I had adopted as my own. And so for the most part, when we are living someone else's idea of success for ourselves, We find ourselves standing at a distance from ourselves. We actively go looking for jobs in companies, but then we realize it's not really for us. Or we get married young for the wrong reasons and realize that maybe marriage wasn't what we needed at the time. We basically sabotage our lives when we don't know what we want. There's this TikTok trend where a lady asks the question... What is a modern day scam that people have normalized? And I think getting people to believe that they are successful because they climb in the corporate ladder is one of them, especially if you end up basing your worth on performance and external validation. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not wrong to be validated. But when the whole system is wired for you to be a rat in a hamster wheel, making this constant climb up a a steep trajectory, I often wonder how sustainable that is for other areas in your life. When we look at nature, harvest comes in seasons. The earth has times of rest because productivity isn't always possible. So knowing when I'm in a season of hyper-productivity is great, and then knowing when i need rest is also important i'm definitely one of those high functioning people where you know during the pandemic i i needed to work to cope with all of the anxiety that i found myself in but now that that's all over i find myself just slowing down a little bit more reflecting a little bit more and yeah being less productive for so many, we get stuck in this picture of excess wealth as a measure of, su- of success. Again, I want you all to be richly blessed with abundance because I don't believe that being wealthy in the monetary sense is a bad thing. But in our pursuit of wealth, we can sometimes lose ourselves to hustle culture and if you ever watch The Kardashians, then you know what I'm talking about. Now, I first watched my first season of The Kardashians because, recently because I was curious. I was curious about what makes them successful and what's their selling point and how do they become pop cultural icons of today? And there's definitely some great storytelling going on because they do a great job of controlling their own narrative. So Chris, the mom... I find her fascinating. And my goodness, it's crazy to see how they've built their empire. Nevertheless, by the end of the season, like I was just exhausted because despite amassing all of that wealth and stature, the upkeep to maintain the appearance of opulence and this unmatched beauty standards with fashion and aesthetics and having kids, I just found myself with major self doubt about whether I'm aging gracefully or maybe it's time for me to book a Botox injection or something like that. So yeah, not not everything that looks like success is actually success for me. Um, I saw a post on LinkedIn that said that wealth goes beyond money. So all of my brown people, if you're listening, if you want to start a fight at the dinner table, go tell your parents that there's more to wealth than money. And let me know if you survive. But it's true. Having healthy relationships, good health, sound mental health, and the freedom to be the best version of yourself, now for me, that is success. So when you're given time or money, I often ask myself, like, how am I steward in this? Am I afraid to lose it? Do I enjoy creating more opportunities to make money? And does money control me? These are some of the questions I ask myself to remind myself to hold it loosely. Money will come, money will go, but its measure won't define me. I also look at relationships as a measure of success, or rather the discerning ability to keep good company, because not everyone you spend your time with is good for your growth. Some people keep us stuck in unhealthy and dysfunctional patterns, And I come from a background where boundaries isn't a thing. I definitely struggle with people pleasing so I really didn't know how to choose good people for me. So many relationships that seemed good were as a result of trauma bonding and now since I'm older, wiser, less focused on needing external validation, I don't look around to people for permission to be myself. I also see what a difference It is when you surround yourself with quality people because the voice inside your head starts to change from self-doubt to a clear voice of authority and ultimately you have to be the gatekeeper of what is good for you and what isn't. So I think it also helps to know what those things that are not good for you are. And lastly the other thing that defines success for me is how well Do I spend my time? This has become a huge one I think because over the years I spent a great deal of time working in my family business as a teenager. I watched my parents work constantly. There was this time when my dad worked seven days a week and you know we didn't question that we we thought that was normal my mother used to keep, keep used to say that we slept in the bread baskets after kindergarten and after school and most of our school holidays were spent working in the bakery i you know over christmas and new years so the message that i got was hard work equals success but of course that was a different generation and they did what they could to survive. This doesn't mean that I have to do the same with my kids. I can do it better. I didn't get to spend a lot of time having quality conversations with my parents growing up. And so now this is something I try to do more with my kids. Having kids will will remind you that time is passing. In a blink of an eye, they go from baby to toddler to school kids and those moments never come back. So, you know, just makes sense to use time wisely. When you value your time, you start to prioritize the tasks, the people, the work that you want to do so that you have a life that, you, that gives you freedom, a life that doesn't just happen to you, but a life that you decided in advance how you wanted it to be. Here's the thing. When we trust that everything is working together for our good, we also start to become more intentional and in how we position ourselves. So being free of the need to be validated is a huge sign of what it means to be successful for me today. And realizing that I alone have that power to create what success looks like for me, this has been... Definitely been liberating, and I, I it wasn't an easy journey, definitely not an easy journey. But I think when you realize how much power you actually have over your own life, that you can create a reality that you want. So, I want to encourage you to take that opportunity to take the chance to take the time to reflect on what you want for yourselves, to take authority over your own life and decide for yourself what success looks like. Get a journal, talk to a friend, get a mentor, reach out to a therapist. But I guess it's just constant work, constant accountability to like keep yourself accountable and on track. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and I look forward to our next episodes. I'm going to be doing a series on how, how to forge a career in a foreign country. So if that's something for you, stay tuned.